Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I believe that the Lord loves you so much. I want you to experience His love, His goodness, His power, His supernatural breakthrough, and nothing is impossible with God. When you experience the goodness of the Lord, His goodness will lead you to repentance. He showed His goodness by sending His Son, Jesus Christ, who was sinless into the world as a human being. And He went to the cross, He died for us, He took our sin death, curses, and sickness on his body so that we can be healed. We can have super abundant life, riches, and eternal life in heaven. Our God is a good God. I would like to encourage you by reading some scriptures and explain to you that nothing is impossible with God. What you need to do is to keep your eyes on him and have faith in him. He is a sovereign God. He's a king of all kings. He is the king of the whole universe, heaven and earth. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can hear your voice, the voice of the Holy Spirit when we study this lesson together, when we read the scriptures. Your Holy Spirit will open our spiritual eyes to see the light of heaven, Lord, and we can understand you and have more faith in you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mark chapter 10, verse 27, Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. Everything is possible with God. When we say that God is sovereign, that means that He reigns over everything in heaven, on earth, and in the whole universe. Everything that you see and you face, is reigned by the sovereign power of God. Not only does he reign over the universe, but he also is the king and he reigns over your life, my life, your finances, your career, your marriage, and your children. He has the final say. He has the final word over it all. God's sovereignty is a natural and supernatural consequence of God's omniscience, omnipotence, and omnipresence. What is subject to disagreement is to what extent God applies His sovereignty, specifically how much control He exerts over the wills of human beings like you and me. When we speak of the sovereignty of God, we mean He rules the universe. But then the debate begins over when and where his control is direct and when it is indirect. So let me explain about God's sovereignty a little bit so that you understand your relationship with God and how you can get miracles, supernatural breakthrough, also the victory from the Lord. Let us understand the scripture together. Psalm chapter 147 verse 5 says, God is our Lord 
and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. The Bible says clearly that God is all powerful and He is all knowing. He has no limitation in His power. He is unlimited in His knowledge and understanding. He knows everything. That is the God we worship. That is the characteristic of God. And His sovereignty, His power and all-knowing ability are outside of time, but they are eternal. He is responsible for the creation that He created. He is the king of the whole universe and His creation. Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And He said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God tried to tell Moses and the children of Israel that he was not, he is not controlled by time. He is the eternal God. That's why he called himself, I am. Not I was, not I will be. He is the eternal God. He is omniscient. He knows everything. He is omnipresent. He is everywhere. And he is also all powerful. Psalm 90 verse 2 say, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. The Bible clearly say God is eternal or everlasting. He is not controlled by time. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 say, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So God created everything. And He is the King over everything. He is a sovereign God. When we look at all this scripture, we can see His divine characteristic or nature. And because of His divine nature, His boundary for His sovereignty or sovereign control in the universe is very minimum, very small, because He is the creator of everything. Nothing in the universe occurs without God's permission. God has the power and knowledge to prevent anything He chooses to prevent. He has the power and knowledge to make things happen that He wants to make happen. So anything that does happen must, at the very least, be allowed by God. God allowed things to happen. He has power over everything on earth. He's a sovereign God. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 15 to 19 tell us that even though he is in control, even though he's a sovereign God, he has all power and all knowing, all the knowledge to control everything. But look at what the Bible says. He gives us freedom of choice. He gives mankind, you and me, freedom of choice. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 15 to 19, See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. In that, I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, and to keep His commandments, His statutes, and His judgments that you may live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. You can see God give mankind the decision, the will. And God promised that when we love Him, He will bless us. Verse 17, But if your heart turns away so that you do not hear, 
and are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. I announce to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in and possess. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. This scripture tells us that even though God is a sovereign God, He gives mankind, you and me, in every generation, the free will. We can choose. We make decisions. He will not control our decision, even though He controls the whole universe and He has power over us. The Bible describes God as offering humanity choices. And not only that, as human, we are holding personal responsibility for our decision, for our sin and obedience. And God is not pleased with our sinful actions. Acts chapter 20, verse 5, You shall not bow down to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity. Iniquity means sin and the consequences of sin. Of the fathers, on the children, to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me. You can see here that God say, choose, choose to love him, serve him, or choose to worship idol and rebel against him. When we choose to serve God, He will bless us to the thousand generation. But when we rebel against God and worship idol and sin against God, we will face curses. That is a spiritual law. And the curses will go down to the third and fourth generations. Numbers chapter 25 verse 3 tell us that God is not happy. He is very angry when we sin against Him. So Israel was joy to Baal of Peor, and the anger of the Lord was aroused against Israel. When God's people sinned against him, he was angry. He was not pleased. The fact that sin exists at all proves that not all things that occur are the direct actions of God's sovereignty. God is holy. He has no sin. The reality of human volition and human accountability sets the maximum boundary for God's sovereign control over the universe, which is to say there is a point at which God chooses to allow things that He does not directly cause to happen. The fact that God is sovereign essentially means that He has the power, wisdom, and authority to do anything He chooses within his creation, whether or not he actually exerts that level of control in any given circumstance is actually a completely different question. Often, the concept of divine sovereignty is misunderstood. We tend to assume that if God is not directly, overtly, purposefully driving some event, then he is somehow not sovereign which is not true. God is sovereign. He is in control. He has a power and authority over everything. But at the same time, He gives man the free will. He allows us to make our own decision, whether we make decision due to our sinful nature or by the leading of Satan 
or we make a decision to follow the way of God. I want to give you some illustration here. A man put an ant in a bowl. The sovereignty of the man over the ant is not in doubt. The man is bigger than an ant. The ant may try to crawl out, and the man may not want this to happen. But the man is not forced to crush the ant, drown it, or pick it up. The man, for reason of his own, may choose to let the ant crawl away from the bowl. But the man is still in control. There is a difference between allowing the ant to leave the bowl and helplessly watching as it escapes. The man has the power to control the ant, but the man allows the ant to make its own decision. When we understand this illustration, the illustration of the man and an ant, we can see the parallel picture of God's sovereignty over mankind. God has the ability to do anything, to take any action. He has the final say. He can intervene in any situation, but he often chooses to act indirectly or to allow certain things to happen for reason of his own. His will is further in any case. God's sovereignty means that he is absolute in authority and unrestricted in his supremacy. Everything that happens is, at the very least, the result of God's permissive will. This truth helps us to understand that certain specific things are not what he would prefer. He doesn't want us to sin and rebel against him. But he allowed it to happen because he gave us the freedom of choice. We have the freedom of choice to believe or to doubt, to obey or to rebel. God has the right to allow mankind's free choices even though he is a sovereign God, even though he can do something, but he chooses to allow us to make our free choices of have a free will. You may be dealing with a bad medical report right now, but the God who reigns, who is a sovereign God say, I am restoring health to you. I'm willing to heal you. What we need to understand is we need to obey God, have faith in God, and look at God as a sovereign God that he has the supernatural ability and power to heal us and approach him. And nothing is impossible with God. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, he personally carried our sin in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds, by Jesus' wound, you are healed. God has the sovereign power to give a supernatural healing. It is His will to heal you and me. He is willing to make you whole. Look at Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 to 3. When He came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed Him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before Him and said, Lord, if you're willing, if you're willing, is God willing, you can make me clean. You see, God is sovereign. Nothing is impossible with God. But the question is, as a sovereign God, is He willing? Jesus reached out His hand and touched the man. I am willing, He said. Be clean. Immediately, He was cured of His leprosy. Well, thank God. Our sovereign God 
can heal our sickness. Nothing is impossible with God. But we need to make a choice to approach Him, to ask Him by faith, to believe that He can heal us, and He has healed us by His wound. He is a sovereign God. What we need to do is to repent and approach Him by faith. Can He heal us? Yes. Is He willing to heal us? Yes. Keep Him on the throne. He is a sovereign King. Allow God to exercise His power over your life. When thoughts tell you that you are never going to get well, just say, no, thanks, I don't accept that thought. My God has a final say over my health. He is a sovereign God, but I do my part. It may not happen right away, but healing is coming. I do my part in repenting and believing in the promises of God. And for Him, nothing is impossible. For me, I do my part to believe and to obey and to serve Him. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to Him must believe that God exists and that He rewards those who sincerely seek Him. 2 Corinthians 5 7 says, For we walk by faith. We regulate our life and conduct ourselves by our conviction or belief, respecting man's relationship to God and divine things. With trust and holy fervor, thus we walk not by sight or appearance. Again, we have free will. God is sovereign. He can do anything. We make a decision to repent, to walk with Him, to believe in Him, to believe in His promise, approach Him, and believe that He is a sovereign God. He can heal me according to His promise. I will do my part. I will believe that God can do anything. Nothing is impossible with God. I'm going to do my part. If God asks me to repent of any sin, I will repent right away. Are you spending more time thinking about problems or God promises? I encourage you, don't focus on the problems, but focus and meditate on the promises of God. He is a sovereign God. Joshua chapter 21 verse 45, not a single one of all the good promises the Lord had given to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. Our God faithfully fulfilled his promises. 2 Samuel 22, 31, God's way is perfect. All the Lord promised proved true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. Let us make a decision. We have a free will to look to God, not look at the problem, not look at the sickness, look at the circumstances. We don't walk by sight of what we feel and what we see. We keep looking at the sovereign God who sits on the throne and His promises has proved true. He never lies. Psalm 119 verse 47 to verse 49. How I delight in your commands. How I love them. I honor and love your commands. I meditate on your decrees. Everyone say, meditate. Let us meditate on the promises of God, the goodness of God, the sovereignty of God. Verse 49, remember your promise to me. It is my only hope. Let us focus on the promises of God. 
2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are just in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Again, make a choice to focus on God, to meditate on the word of God, the promise of God, obey him, walk with him faithfully, serve him, and the Lord will really show his sovereign power to you. Are you talking more about how big the challenge is or how big your God is? Don't dwell on what seems impossible. God overrides whatever is trying to stop you. You just have to approach him by faith. You need to believe in his sovereign power. You make your own choice. Make sure you watch your mouth what you say. You watch your mind what you meditate on. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Dead alive are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Make sure you speak only the promises of God. I'm strong, I'm healed, I'm loved, I'm favored by God. God is powerful. Nothing is impossible with God. He's willing to heal me. He's willing to make me prosper so that I can be the blessing to the nation. Meditate on the goodness and the power of God. Look at what David said when the army of Israel faced Goliath in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 37. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the power of the lion and from the power of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. 1 Samuel chapter 44 to verse 47. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, to Goliath, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, you look at what King David, uh, what David confessed. He was not a king yet. He was a boy, David. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day, I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistine to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, the sovereign God, who can perform miracles. Nothing is impossible with God. If you believe, you choose to confess, you look to Him, and you believe in His power, you choose to do that, then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord, and He will give you into our hands. Please stay in faith. Please choose to obey God, love God, serve God, repent of your sin, keep your eyes on God, and He promised you and me that when we do that, we choose life, we choose blessing, we have freedom of choice, free will. We choose that God can do His part. Nothing is impossible with God. We stay in faith. When we get in agreement with God, He will make things happen that we could never make it happen on our own strength. God is a sovereign God. He has the final say. He will do His part. And nothing is impossible with God. The breakthroughs will come. Father, thank you for being on your throne, for reigning 
as sovereign over our health, our finances, our family, and our circumstances. There are things in our life that we want to see change that seem unchangeable and impossible, but we trust you to override them because you are the sovereign God. We do our part. We choose life. We choose blessing. We choose obedience, repentance, and serve you, Lord. You are sitting on the throne of our life, and that throne is reserved for you only, Lord. I pray, Father, that supernatural breakthrough, healing, miracles, victory will happen to my brother and sister who are listening to this teaching right now. Lord, move your mighty hand, the sovereign King on the throne and on the throne of our life, Lord. We move your hand and perform miracle and give breakthroughs and give them healing, provision, and victory to them, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. May the Lord bless you. Thank you again for spending time with me. I will see you in other teachings in many series. God bless you. God loves you so much. Pastor Dan, I love you too. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.